Hey, yo, hey, this is Caterpillars to Unicorns, building college-ready humans. I'm Willa Ewing. And I'm Lonnie Watson. And who doesn't love unicorns? They are my favorite animal. In all seriousness, we have spent the better part of two decades helping thousands of students win millions of dollars in money and scholarship and really just be better humans while going to college. So this podcast is going to focus on tips and tricks to help you be a better human and be prepared for the transition. Check out Caterpillars to Unicorns on YouTube. Thanks for joining us on our very first episode. In this episode, we are going to give you six things you can be doing right now while corona to be preparing for college. Maybe you're a senior ready to go off this next fall. Maybe you're a sophomore or a junior and you are corona and need things to do right now. This is for you. Six things that we think you need to be doing right now while corona to prepare for college. All right. The very first thing I want all students to do while Corona has absolutely nothing to do with school. In our video, I said I want students to get domestic. And by get domestic, I mean take the time to learn how to do the things that you're going to have to do on your own when you get out of the house. So some things I think would be really important to learn right now, how to cook. And I'm not saying you have to learn how to cook everything, but here's what I'm saying. This is kind of my my life uh, tip and trick right here. It's kind of like learn how to play one song on the guitar so you can press that, that girl or that guy around the campfire. Learn how to cook one really good meal. So my story was my husband's meal was chicken piccata. He got me with the chicken piccata. I had never even heard of chicken piccata. Chicken piccata I grew up on ramen noodles. I didn't know what that was. And he said, I'm going to cook you chicken piccata. And I said, all right, let's go. Let's do this thing. So I think it'd be pretty important to learn how to cook one really good meal. Maybe learn how to fry an egg, right? That wouldn't be the worst thing. Learn how to cook some healthy stuff too. Because we all know that the freshman 15 is a real thing. And a lot of the times that freshman 15 happens is because kids are eating processed food that's convenient and cheap. We know that's a big part of it. But I think another part of it is kids don't know how to cook healthy food. They have no idea how to prepare food. Some kids don't know how to core an apple or how to cut a green pepper. So learning, taking the time to learn how to cook while you're home with your parents would be an exceptional use of time. The next thing I want to talk about is learning how to do your laundry. How much money do you think is wasted by kids who ruin their laundry when they're in college or out on their own for the first time? Take time to learn how to sort by colors, how, what, um, takes hot water, what takes cold water, what type of detergent to use, um, how to use your own wash machine, much less maybe a quarter machine at a laundromat. Those would all be good things to know how to do. Knowing how often that you need to wash your sheets in college, you don't want the crusty sheets. Come on, we need to wash those. Learning how to do laundry. And I'm going to piggyback cleaning on top of that. Learning how to clean, how often to clean, and what products to use is a really good life skill to have, especially at that age. If you can learn to be tidy, I mean, as minimal as learning to make your bed every day would be a good routine to start. We know 
there's a reason they do it in the military. And there's studies that show that people who get up and make their bed every day are happier and more accomplished. When you accomplish one thing at the beginning of the day, you're a better person the rest of the day. So starting habits that are clean and in routine will be good because kids really struggle with that on the transition to college. In fact, there are horror stories even of kids trying to mix together chemicals to clean because they have no idea how to clean and how to do it right. So my number one tip for our podcast today, caterpillars, you turn to unicorns. I want you to get domestic, learn how to cook, clean, make your bed, do your laundry. Tip number two, tough conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, discussing things that make you feel awkward and uncomfortable is never a fun task. But which is easier, clipping your toenails or digging out an ingrown toenail? It's important that before you head out of the house and off to school, you take time to discuss things that maybe aren't all that fun. Who's paying for the car or the car insurance? Who's picking up the extra groceries tab? Uh, those are some of the easy ones. What about if you get in trouble with the law? Or what happens if you're assaulted? What happens if you have medical issues? All of those are things you need to sit down and discuss before you leave the house. And here's why. As a senior budding off into a fresh new life, you are going to take some of your own skills, some of the own things that you've learned, and you're going to begin to create your own values and your own mores. Some of those you're going to sprinkle in uh, with things that your your parents and, and teachers and friends have taught you. And so it's important to set some ground rules ahead of time before these issues arise. Tip three might be the most important one that I talk about today. I need all students I need you to find out how much money you're going to owe day one at the college. And it might just be the beginning of May right now, but I want you to call the financial aid office or the business office and say, what is my bill right now? Right now, before loans, before I've made a payment, but after you've taken my school-based scholarships out of there. I can add the local ones up on my own, but I want to know what my bill is because schools are really bad about giving you a vague number, right? Oh, it's going to be approximately $18,000 this school year. You don't know if they're including transportation, things you don't have to pay them. You don't know if they're missing some of the fees, right? We all know the fees are insanely expensive at college. So I need you to call the college and say, as of right now, May 1st, May 5th, whatever date it is you're listening to this, what is my bill and how many of my scholarships have been taken out of that bill? And then you can do the math on what you still owe. You can do the math on if you've received any local scholarships and take some of those out because I've had students come to my office in June and July and it just breaks my heart. They're in tears and they're saying, Mrs. Watson, I, after loans, am going to still owe $5,000 and I don't know how I'm going to come up with that money. My parents don't have it and banks won't loan it to me because banks are not in the business of giving out private student loans because of so much deferment. It is not good business for banks to give an 18-year-old a loan to go get an education because they don't pay it back. So they stop doing it. Credit unions might still do it, but I think most of them do not do it anymore at all. So you need to call that 
that school and make sure you know how much you owe and make sure you have the money to come up with it. Because if you don't, two weeks after school starts, they're going to kick you out of the dorms. They're going to kick you out of your classes and they're going to say, I'm sorry, but you can't stay here because you can't pay. Some schools might have a payment plan. I don't know that that's good good practice. I think if you can't come up with the gap money between loans and what you get in scholarships, then there's a probably a good community college in your state that will take you, give you more money and probably figure out a way how to make it work with the money you have and the loans you have. So call financial aid, call the admissions office and and make sure you know what you owe so that you can keep applying for scholarships to try to make that gap a lot smaller. We're in the business here in my school, in my heart of making two and four year graduates, people who are certified in amazing things with minimal debt. Okay. And that means parent debt as well. Everyone's debt as minimal as possible. So you, the first step in keeping that debt minimal is actually knowing what the bottom line number is and knowing what you can afford and how much money you have left to pay. Tip number four, having less is actually more. Ladies and gentlemen, do not put your parents or guardians or buddies, pals, and friends through the absolute hell of having to move your entire bedroom plus all of the new things that you got at graduation into a dorm room, that's not fun for anyone. It's not even going to be fun for you. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, but it's going to make it so homey for me and I'm going to be missing my home. Understand that a lot of new things are going to be coming your way and you want it to be a brand new place. So take a little bit from home. You don't need your entire Hello Kitty collection or all of your Captain American, Captain America memorabilia. One of the, the coolest people I met at college, his name was Ben and he was my suite mate. And he packed everything into his little itty-bitty-bitty car. And when he got to his dorm room, he went and scavenged all of the storage areas for things to use for the year. So only take the basics. Remember, less is more. Tip five. I want you to keep applying for scholarships. We are in a weird time right now. And college enrollment leading up until this point was down already. And I cannot imagine that with Corona night or COVID-19, that it's not going to continue to spiral downward. Colleges want you in their dorm rooms come the fall. They want you on their campus. They want you in your in their classes. And they might have to shell out some more money to get students there. They might have to help. There might be federal funds coming in through the college that we didn't know about to kick out to students in the form of scholarships. So you need to be looking on the internet, be checking your emails from your school counselors. You need to be trying yourself to get on the school's webpage to see if there's any extra scholarships. Maybe you even email your admissions counselor at the college and say, hey, you know, one of my parents maybe lost a job or we're not making as much money as we would. Are there any more scholarships that you know of that are available that I can keep applying for? What tends to happen is we start getting into the summer and I'll call it the, the spring slash summer scholarship slide. 
kids get lazy. They stop applying. It's just like when you get to college, if you go to your department chair and say, Hey, you know, I'm in teaching. Are there any more teaching scholarships? They're going to be like, yeah, there's a ton that kids don't apply for when they're sophomores, juniors, and seniors because they're lazy and they don't live with their parents anymore. And they don't have a high school counselor to nag them. So there's tons of scholarships available. If you can't find them, you need to get on the phone with the the ones that are going to know the most once you get to school and if anything changes are your college counselors. And there might even be an office that they deal with extra scholarships and financial aid. The second person to go to is your department chair, right? If you're a math major, you go to the math department and you say, hey, what do you got for scholarships? I want to apply for them. Or you go to the ag department or you go to the business department because they have extra money that sometimes does not get used every year. So keep applying for scholarships. You will see more money roll in June and July this year later than ever before because of COVID-19. Tip number six, learn your ride. It's important to learn the ins and outs of whatever vehicle you're going to be taking off into the wild blue yonder, ladies and gentlemen. The number of individuals I have helped change a tire on the side of the road because they didn't know how, and in many cases, couldn't even find where it was that, is exponential. It's important to talk to someone and figure out how to check your oil. Is my oil low? Now, I'm not saying that you need to have a snap-on dialysis set, which you can diagnose your everything on your vehicle, but it's important to be able to learn to do the basics so you're not stranded in the middle of the night somewhere. As another side note, wherever it is that you land and end up, check in and find a good mechanic. It will save you in the long run. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We are Caterpillars to Unicorns, building college-ready humans. We are going to use this platform to always give you practical tips and tricks for helping students, yourself, parents, whoever's listening, prepare for college. We want to prepare for college. We want to have minimal debt, and we just want to be better humans. Building better humans is our goal. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week.